Welcome to Iteration, a podcast about programming, development, and design. Hey, my name is John, and I'm a software developer for Home Services Startup, and I am joined by JP, as always. Hey, JP. Hey, John. How's it going? My name is JP, and as everyone probably knows who listens to this podcast, I am also a software developer. Um, <laughs> and, and today, um, our conversation um, was inspired by one of my friends who is currently in the interview process um, at a top tech startup that sells fruit. Um, and uh, he he recently had a phone screen and he told me the questions and I couldn't help but like want to answer those questions myself and talk about my answers with other people. So the first thing I did obviously was I sent John a message and I was like, hey, let's talk about these on the podcast. And, and, <laughs> and now here goes. we are. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's it's a cool conversation because JP and I have both sat, we've sat on both sides of the conversation. Like I have done a ton of phone screens as a prospective hire and I've done them for hiring a bunch of people. Um, and I think it's also just an interesting conversation topic. So hopefully this is kind of twofold. You hear our answers to these things. And if you ever have to either do a screener or be involved in the screen, you can kind of hear how we'd answer these things. So hopefully that's helpful to you. I mean, without further ado, why don't we just, let's do this thing. So JP, we are on a phone screener. And my first question I'm going to throw at you, what is your testing philosophy? Um, I feel like, okay, so the way I would answer this is like, I would give like- No, 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 no. You, th- you don't explain answer. your answer. You want, just, you just want my actual it. answer? Okay, yeah, well, let's I, okay, let's well my, my testing philosophy is basically just pragmatism, right? I think that code coverage is important, but I don't think that obsessing over 100% code coverage is important. Um, my testing philosophy is- are my tests written in such a way that make me confident that my app will will not crash or that my app will work, right? Mm-hmm. So um, if I can say reasonably that my test suite gives me that confidence, uh, then I think that I've done my job in in testing my code in in a reasonable way or like in a thorough way, right? Because as many edge cases as you can think of, as many corner cases you can think of, and golden path cases you can think of, as many capybara tests as you write, there will sure. always be something that breaks that you can't that you just can't foresee. That's just the truth of it. And maybe I'm a crappy software developer because <laughs> because I acknowledge that, um, and I don't write perfect code. But I think that as long as you can ship your code with confidence. Um, then you've done your job as someone who tests their code. That's my answer for that. Yeah, I think that's totally valid. All right, now you have to ask me the question. Okay, so uh, what is your testing philosophy? So I think about testing in two ways. I think first and foremost is I want enough test coverage so I can sleep at night, especially as somebody who's worked as small teams. I've been the solo developer on lots of teams. I want to make sure that I have confidence that that code is going to be up and running um, and that it's that I've got the confidence there. I think the second part and actually the more important and valuable one is that it's a tool and it's a tool in two ways. First, it makes me more productive as a developer because it helps me articulate the problem statement very clear. Helps me scope my work, plan my work, and know exactly what I'm executing against. 
you know, TDD, test-driven development. I don't follow it dogmatically. I don't do it every single time, but I would say 75, 80% of the time I write code, I usually start with a test because it helps me think about what I'm doing and more importantly, not overbuild and not start pulling a bunch of threads and doing things I shouldn't be working. I think as a tool as well with them testing, it is there for documentation. And usually that person, whoever I'm documenting for is either someone else on the team or it's myself in two months and three months when I'm having to go back into this code base. So I think my philosophy is, However, I can support those two things, stable code, and also as a tool to support me writing code. So I am not somebody who has 100% test coverage on everything I create. And I couldn't even pick a number because ultimately it depends on the complexity of what I'm writing, whether or not I need that guiding tool when I'm going into kind of a new project or a new build or, or maintenance. Um, but I mean, there's so much nuance to that because I also think it's a really valuable tool in refactoring when coming into existing code base to make sure that you've got something stood up there to to kind of hammer against it. But I don't I don't want to go too far into it because I could talk about testing uh, on and on and on. So what's the next question? Okay, um, I guess the next question makes a little bit more sense if if I was actually um, a recruiter for a te- for like a, a team that sells fruit or whatever or any <laughs> other fang company. Um, and so the question is, why do you want to work on this team specifically? Uh, Mm -hmm. so the context there being like, you would be interviewing for a specific team and you would probably know this ahead of time, um, because a recruiter probably told you or because, um, it says it in the job description. But I, I ask a version of this question always, which is, you know, why are you interested in this job? And I really want to hear a specific answer. Why this company? Yeah, but we don't we don't really have context on this one. So I think we should talk around this question a little bit. Like, how have you answered this question in the past? Um, let's start there. Um, I'm just going to maybe be, you haven't been asked this one. No, I have. I've been asked every version of this question, but I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. I don't think I have a good answer because I feel like my answer is just kind of like telling the person what they want to hear. But mm. I also don't know that there actually is a good answer to this, right? So usually what I would say is that um, I, I want to work on this team because, um, I, I see this a- as an opportunity to be, to be challenged and to be surrounded by people much smarter than myself. Um, you know, given that the engineering team is, is kind of known for, you know, solving interesting problems, having, yeah. you know, shipped interesting products, um, and, and hiring smart engineers. Like that's kind of what companies like this one, um, are known for. And so to be able to surround myself around that, I think benefits me. And on the flip side, I'd like to think that I would provide value as well, right? <laughs> um, as an engineer, you, you're you right. Would Your hope answer that- is very generic because eight out yeah. of 10 people I've interviewed have, you know, said that, which is like fair and that's fine. I- I'll say what I, what has caught my attention as a hiring manager is specificity. So very specifically saying exactly why you want to work on a team has been high. I had literally had someone do this to me yesterday. They said, I want to work with Steve. It wasn't Steve, but they said, I want to join because I want to work with Steve. And I was like, I was very convinced because they were so convinced that this person was the person that they really wanted to work with. That I was like, it was a really convincing answer. I think on top of that, if you can say like a specific problem set or type of thing, I hired, I interviewed a designer about a week ago. And they articulately expressed how much they love building for non-technical users. They're like, I want to, I want to build for people who have never, who are kind of scared to pick up their iPhone. 
That's the person who I want to build apps for, the person who struggles to install my app. That's the user that I'm really excited to develop for. And, you know, in this case, I'm not sure if they were the best fit for my company, even though what the work we do is for non-technical people, like totally. And so there was a piece of that, like felt like a fit, but I think having a very strong point of view and very specific reasons for why you want to join a specific team or company is, is really good. I think it's a really good idea to answer this question as specifically as possible. Would you agree with that statement? Disagree? What do you think there? I do agree with that. I do think that the stronger answers, like I want to work with Steve, I want to work with Alice are, are like really good and and also you come in with like such strong conviction there and i think i think that makes for an interesting conversation because there's threads to pull as someone who's interviewing you they have threads to pull there i think it's tough though because you know let's say you're you're a new grad and you're and you're interviewing at facebook google and amazon right like you're kind of just looking for a job you're not necessarily like married to those companies i don't know anyone that's like obsessed with facebook for example that'd be a little that'd be a little weird (laughs) um so it's like hard to have that level of passion every time you're asked that question, which I think is a little unfair. That being said, like, I think my answer would vary. Like if I, if I was to be interviewed at like Basecamp or ThoughtBot I would, and they asked me like, why do you want to work here? I'd be like, because I fucking love your company. And I think like <laughs> the work is amazing. Like who wouldn't want to work here as someone who's yeah. like a Rails fanboy? I think, you know, and I think that sort of gives the same, that's the same like ethos as like, I want to work for Steve. But it's hard to always come up with that reason, which I th- 